Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk all about Monday Night Raw, especially that main event between Liv Morgan and your Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. Also, we get to talk to Shane Taylor. That's right, Shane Taylor, before his big match against Kenny King at the final battle in Ring of Honor. That's right, the final battle this Saturday night, December 11th, for Ring of Honor. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Becky Lynch gets the win over Liv Morgan in pure heel fashion. So I'm sure this is going to continue the story of Liv Morgan. Uh, I liked the main event. I liked the fact that they swerved us. Uh, it looked like Liv Morgan was going to win, like I said, especially with the packages they played leading in. It was a very feel-good build to this main event. I also give Liv credit. Liv looked... I got to give credit where credit's due to two people. Liv and Becky for two separate reasons. Liv looked very, very nervous last night going yep. to the ring. Extremely nervous. So nervous that I it almost felt like she was stooging it off that she was going to win. She was taking very deep breaths. She looked like she was trying to, you know, maintain her composure. So it really looked like this was going to be her moment last night. Also, tons of credit to Becky Lynch for carrying Liv Morgan to a really strong match last night. Last night, Becky was a general out there. Um, and she took Liv by the hand, and she walked her through it, and I, and I thought they did a good job. Uh, huge swerve at the end. Becky holding the ropes, as you said. And we're still going to move forward with Becky, which I think is the smart idea. Yeah, and, and it leaves Liv Morgan out there where, hell, Becky had to cheat to win and beat Liv Morgan, so maybe somewhere down the road, Liv Morgan gets another opportunity. But they did that for a purpose. It wasn't like the quote-unquote, like, she deserves it moment. Let's put Liv Morgan in the main event. You know, that main event spot isn't just for everybody, and Liv Morgan got that last night in that match with Becky Lynch. So did that moment make Liv Morgan? Liv Morgan is somebody that's kind of been in conversations at times, but really on the back burner for most of her WWE career. Was Liv Morgan elevated last night? And do you see her as somebody that could stick around in the main event picture? 
if you look at the wrestling 101 rule book or handbook, she should be elevated. But how elevated can you be in a four-week angle, six-week angle tops? I mean, when Liv Morgan, if Liv Morgan comes out next week and she's no longer involved in a storyline promo or match with Becky Lynch, are you looking at Liv Morgan in a different light? Or are you going to look at her in the same light that I told you Cesaro would be looked at when he was challenging Roman Reigns? Front burner, back burner. Bully, it's all about the follow-up. I mean, next week is going to be a big week for Liv Morgan. Just like we talked about with Austin Theory. If we didn't see Austin Theory last night, then that story didn't go anywhere. And Austin Theory is what Austin Austin Theory is. Completely the same case with Liv Morgan. If Liv Morgan comes out there next week and is like, Becky, I am not done with you. You cheated. That was my moment. I deserve another match. And there's a follow-up where Becky Lynch is still in the conversation. Then my answer is different. But if she just comes out there, has some cookie-cutter promo, and then is not in a match or in an inconsequential match, then I agree with you, Bully. Then it's the Cesaro treatment where she's quickly back on the back burner once again. I mean, they do have – she does have a gripe with the hand Definitely. on the ropes. If, the, if they want to go down that road, maybe if they want to get another pay-per-view match out of it. I do think Liv has more legs. The storyline with Liv and Becky has more legs than most others right now because, as we've talked about in the past, Liv has this very strong cult-like following – Social media, she has a lot of fans that are very into her. You would have never known it last night in Memphis because Memphis was as dead as dead gets. And I don't know if that's just Memphis, which I don't think it is because I've performed in Memphis a lot and they've yeah. always been a, a, a lively crowd. I, Dave, I don't know if you saw them. I'm getting tweets towards the end of the show that where security is telling people to sit down. Yeah, um, this is bullying, and obviously this it's is... It's fucking ridiculous. Let me just say it. It's fucking ridiculous. A main event is in the ring, and nobody's standing, nobody's cheering, nobody's popping. It's the main event of a Monday Night Raw, and you're not going buck wild? Why? Either you suck as a city, which I don't think Memphis does, or... There are people in that building who are telling you to sit down, thus taking all the fun out of it. If I'm at home and I'm watching that main event from last night, I'm like, wow, there's really nothing going on here. These people are not excited. These women must suck, Bully, which it, is it, quite the it, opposite. Was there anything else from Monday Night Raw that grabbed you other than that opening contest in the main event? Love the segment with Miz. I'm going to throw up at you chasing the hug so hard this oh, morning. Oh, God. Greatest album Angel of all Dust time. is the greatest album of all time? It's In my eyes, my favorite album of all time is Angel Dust by Faith No More. This is, this is impossible. You do not believe this. Nope. You, you like ask anybody. Angel, you li- Angel Dust by Better Faith Better than an no Alice More. Cooper album? Alice Cooper is my all-time favorite. You know that. And Welcome to My Nightmare is my all-time favorite Alice Cooper album. But my... Favorite album of all time, without a doubt, is the Angel Dust by Faith No More. I cannot co-sign this one. Faith No More, number two on my top top five list bands of all time. Faith No More. Ugh. No way. Can't get on board with this one. Nope. Uh, Sorry. Have you ever listened to Angel Dust? 
No, I snorted it once. <laughs> you do do please, bully. Do me. I, you don't listen to me at all. But do yourself a favor. When this album is over and you get back in whatever the truck or whatever, whatever you drive, put on Angel Dust by Faith No More. You will not be disappointed. Is it better than ACDC's Powerage? Yes. I, impossible. It's the greatest album of all time. It's impossible. Powerage is the greatest album of all time. It's my favorite ACDC album, but it's not the greatest album of all time. That belongs to Angel Dust by Faith No More. No faith in you. Well, you know what? Seriously, though, when you look at Edge and The Miz, after that segment last night between those two, are you excited for those two to get into the ring? Listen, not really. Okay, why? Because I know what I'm going to get. It, this is like, this is, you know, just a typical WWE storyline. I, I, I would like something different. I would like something other than typical. Do I think I'm going to get a great match between The Miz and Edge? Absolutely. Am I going to get great promos from The Miz and Edge? Absolutely. I know what I want to see, though. I want to see them go beyond The Miz and Edge. I'd like to see The Miz have somebody standing next, next to him. And her name would be Maurice Mizanin. And I want to see Edge having somebody standing next to him. And that woman's name is Beth Phoenix. I want the Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth moving forward. Because Edge and Miz, okay, yeah, sure, two WWE superstars, great promos, great matches, been there, done that. But the intergender stuff with the wives, now we're on to something, especially if they have to have a dance-off. You know what? It's it's funny to me. Because if there's a dance-off, then, you know, all the shit hits the fan. Well, then I, I don't know if Edge is a good dancer or not. But I will say this. I thought it was Edge Appreciation Day. It if is Edge, Edge Appreciation Day. Day how could he not be a good he's dancer? He's the greatest pro wrestler of all time. I don't know if he is. I was asking the question. But, but if I it's Edge Appreciation that, Day, you got to put him over and say he is a good dancer. But I have Stop to be Stop you rolling your eyes at me. But I have to be honest. I, when was the last time you were honest? Uh, I was just honest when I said that Angel Dust is the best album of all time. But I'll be honest again in saying this. What you about. just said, I'm excited about. But I, I am excited for for uh, Miz and Edge because, like I said last week, Miz is the quintessential sports entertainer, and Edge is the quintessential pro wrestler. And I love the fact that you got Miz with the suit and, as he said, six thousand dollars shoes, and then you have Edge as the pro wrestler walking in there with a t-shirt and a plaid shirt. I, I think you could go be. I think you could have a, a match with Edge and Miz and go beyond it, like you said, and have like an intergender match with Maurice and Miz and Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um, I, I think there's a lot of meat on the bone here, which is why I'm so excited for what's going on between those two. We'll probably get Edge versus Miz. Maurice will interfere. Miz will go over. The next night they'll come out and, you know, put themselves over about how they beat Edge. Beth will come out. And, and that's how they'll, they'll set the table and move forward. It's a very simple way to do it, but I think it'll be effective. Now I'd like to see the four of them in some, you know, interesting matches. You know, you get a regular tag match out of them. Imagine if you, like I, like I, like I said, because uh, the Miz was involved with Dancing with the Stars, Miz and Maurice challenge Edge and Beth to, uh, you know, the waltz, the tango, the, the Tommy Two-Step, or whatever you call it. 
and I called it Tommy Two Steps because you know whenever you watch Tommy walk, he looks like a sloth taking. Oh, stop! Two steps. He's two very methodical. Steps. And speaking of Tommy, return to the Fat and Furious tomorrow. That's right, you Big and Tommy day. tomorrow here on a Wednesday. Um, but that's why I'm excited because there's a lot that you can do with those two. Another match I wanted to talk about, and we t- we brushed it uh, briefly in the first hour, but that's Bianca Belair and Dewdrop. Uh, 13-minute match, great match. It shows you how good Dewdrop is, and hopefully they'll drop that Dewdrop name and her be Piper Niven, as she should be, and Bianca Belair, her athleticism and her strength. Really good matchup last night between those two. Did you hear the people start to boil when Bianca almost got Dewdrop up in the rack and then Dewdrop dropped down and she bailed out and that's what she got counted out? Yeah. Very much like that Andre Hogan thing where you wanted to see Hulk slam Andre. Now you're going to really want to see Bianca get Dewdrop up on her shoulders and across her into the rack. And Bianca Belair is a strong woman, one hell of an athlete, uh, always impressed with her athleticism, and I thought last night was a great outing for the both of them. Last week, I was like, meh. After last night, I'm like, all right, I want some more of this. And and we got a lot. Like you said, I want something more of this. I got that a lot throughout the show last night. Like, you know, Damian Priest and, and Bobby Roode, uh, Dewdrop and Bianca Belair, what we saw with, with Miz and, and Edge, you know, what we saw with Liv and, and Becky Lynch. And even what we saw with Big E and Kevin Owens to start the show. Like, a lot of what I saw, I want to see more of. And even what we didn't see, which is what we saw, you know, happen during the break after that opening contest between Kevin Kevin Owens and Big E. With Bobby Lashley. Like, that's something I want to see more of. And I love the backstage interview with MVP and Bobby Lashley as well. MVP being back and being that mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley. Um, listen, like he said, you know, it's it may not be the thing that you say in 2021. You know, people could say whatever they want and there's not consequences for what they're saying. But there's going to be consequences when it comes to Bobby Lashley. I love that last night from MVP. I believe the word they used was accountability. Accountability. And I loved Thank it. you. Yep, because there is no accountability anymore in the world. And in pro wrestling, sometimes there's even less. I love that MVP and Bobby Lashley are going to take it upon themselves to hold others accountable. The only thing I didn't understand last night was is that Bobby Lashley came across as the heel, correct? Yeah, a little bit different than what we saw last week. Last week, we got an entire vignette on Bobby Lashley where we were like, damn, how the hell am I supposed to hate him anymore? And now here he comes and, uh, you know, destroys Big E. You know what? That's enough reason for people to hate him. Maybe that vignette that we saw last week was just to show the credibility of Bobby Lashley. And now Bobby Lashley is going back to what Bobby Lashley does best, which is just destroy. And that's exactly what he did last night on Monday Night Raw. All right. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, and if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. 
With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Mr. Shane Taylor himself joins us here on the show. Shane, good morning to you. Thanks so much for the time. Good morning, boys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. We're Good excited. to have you on, Shane. Good to have you on. Yes, sir, Billy. What's going on, man? How you feeling? It's all good on my end. How are you doing? Like, bring us <laughs> up to speed on Shane Taylor right now. Everything that's going on with Ring of Honor, final battle this weekend, and then Lord knows what. What's going through your head right now? <sighs> Shane Taylor is just fine. Uh, and I know with so many people with what's going on, everybody's sad and depressed. And, you know, they're, they're talking about it being the end and it very well could be. Um, but for someone like me, I pride myself, especially the way I, I grew up on seeing things coming and being prepared for them. Um, and while it's still surprising, it's not shocking. It's not something that I didn't think was 
out of the realm of possibility. So me and my guys have been preparing to make different business decisions potentially, you know, since the fall. So all of this was, was really just that kind of kick in the ass to go, all right, well, that option has gone. Um, and so now uh, all focus shifts to final battle uh, to Kenny King, to my guys defending the ring of honor, six man tag team championships against the righteous. Um, and it's now on us to go out there and we have the opportunity now with the eyes of the world on us, the eyes of the world on ring of honor, even if it's for the wrong reasons now um, to go out there and show that we are the absolute best in the world. Yeah. And you look at Saturday, December, December 11th in Baltimore, mm. Maryland, final battle uh, available on pay-per-view. Some tickets still available in Baltimore as well, because, you know, for somebody like me, Shane, um, Ring of Honor filled a void at a very important time in the history of pro wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when WCW folded and that emerged Ring of Honor, you know, in, in 2002. And you look at all the top stars in the world right now. A lot of those stars started with Ring of Honor. And, you know, and this could be the end. It may not be. You know, we may fast forward to April and it's a new beginning for Ring of Honor, but it's going to look very, very different than Ring of Honor has ever looked if it does survive this hiatus. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a lot uh, going into this show on Saturday. Um, Is there a little pressure going into Saturday knowing that, like you just said, there's going to be a lot of eyes on this final product? I mean... It depends on the individual that you ask. Me personally, there's no more pressure now than there ever was before. Obviously, the the eyes are going to be there like we just said, but I'm a big-time, big-game player. This is what I live for. I, I like the spotlight. I like the pressure. Um, so it's on me to just go and do what I do all the time and be one of the best and most consistent performers, not just in ROH, but in the sport itself. Um it's going to be an incredible night. Every match on the card has the potential to steal the show. Um, and we're going to make it happen, man. We are going to absolutely tear it down. I'm, I'm excited, truly. Shane, let's look past Ring of Honor for a second. Let's assume yeah. that there's the possibility it's not going to be around and you're out there on the mm-hmm. open market of free agent. Uh, mm. I have always, for, for fans that don't know, I have always appreciated your work. I appreciate the character that you bring to the table. I appreciate mm-hmm. Shane Taylor promotions. Um, I like, I, I've always, I was a big fan of the nation of domination. And I always thought that a modern day nation, a proud mm-hmm. black unit could work very well. Yeah. And I see it in, in you and your guys. Unfortunately with ring of honor, the masses don't get to see it. Right. Where do you fit best? Where do you and your crew fit best? Where do you have the opportunity to make the most money? Okay. Now, what you just asked, there's different answers to different questions, right? Um, Where we could make the most money, you're looking at a place like WWE or AEW potentially, right? They've got the billionaires to back them up. that's that's where probably most of the money is going to be made now where the best fit is um i'm looking at places like 
Impact, like the NWA, like MLW, places that I know we're, we're going to be able to have creative freedom. Uh, we're going to be able to have the platform to push the envelope, push the boundaries, be controversial, be who we are, be true to ourselves, uh, and be surrounded by incredible talent. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to, there's so many matchups that you could have. We also have the ability, you know, to go to New Japan. That's an option. Uh, an all-Black group has never been in Japan. That's something to me that would be history in, in the making day one. And we'd be able to step in um, and absolutely wreck shop from the word go. And you're talking about matchups like G.O.D. against S.O.S., me against Okada, against Suzuki, Ishii. Um, the list goes on and on. Um, so we will see. Come, come January 1st, man, uh, and especially with more people leaving and all kind of releases happening. It's, it's like the Wild West, right? So uh, luckily for me, uh, I got the Earps by my side, and I'm Doc Holiday, and we can't wait to go out gunslinging. Yeah, you know, Shane, you mentioned. Oh, go ahead. Just real quick, Dave. I want to follow. I mm -hmm. just want to follow this one up, Shane. You mentioned the money, and you mentioned the mm -hmm. creative freedom. Let's say January first mm -hmm. comes along. What is the most important thing to you right now? The money or the creative freedom? Creative, fr creative freedom for sure. Uh, growing up the way I did, I, I I can make cash just about any way. <laughs> so uh, okay. that's not. Uh, the be all end all for me. Obviously, it's important. And it makes life easier, but that's not the be all end all for me. Uh, I I am someone that, in order for me to be happy, I'm gonna have to be able to look in my look at myself in the mirror and say, I'm proud of what I'm doing. I'm doing things the way I believe they should be done, and my heart and and my spirit are in it, uh, and I and I'm doing it in a way that I believe is the absolute right way to do things. You know, when, when you look at this situation, Shane, for you, uh, mm -hmm. is this a, a bit of a blessing in disguise? And, and why I say that is this, you know, obviously bully and I have talked about you here on busted open, but, and I think bully actually has said this on the air, like you should be much bigger than, than what you are. <laughs> um, and 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 maybe some of that blame is on the Ring of Honor sh uh, so shoulders, you know. Um, it's not maybe. Uh, okay, <laughs> maybe that is on Ring of Honor's shoulders. Like I love my guy over here. Like, but I'm, and I'm being serious. You know, Ring right. of Honor three years ago, huge. You know, we talked mm -hmm. about it. You know, selling out Madison Square Garden. A lot of people right. were talking about Ring of Honor, but since that moment, there has been a decline. And not a lot of people were talking about Ring of Honor. Hell, Shane, not a lot of people, even if they wanted to, able to see Ring of Honor because you don't know where you could see it because, you know, I, I could program my DVR and, and I go to watch it and there's a soccer game or some press conference of a hockey game for crying out right. loud. Like, could this be a blessing in disguise for you? Because whether it's New Japan or even MLW or Impact, right. at least you have a home where people know that, hey, at 8 o'clock on such and such day, I can watch Shane Taylor. Absolutely. Um, we prided ourselves on trying to just go out there and do the very best that we could. Um, and, I, and I'm sure, and Bully knows this, if I was someone that, you know, and, and, may, and maybe this doesn't help save ROH, but if I was someone that just 
went with the flow and was a company guy and just kissed the right ass and did all the stuff that you're, you know, that people are rewarded for doing. Um, I, I, I'm sure the time that you would have seen me on ROH, it would have been even crazier, right? There's no doubt in my mind that I would have been world champion. You know what I mean? But that's just not who I am. So now here we are. Um, and the best kept secret in pro wrestling, you know, is, is going to find its way to someone else's platform. And we are absolutely going to show out. I can't wait. The fans are excited. Um, I'm getting messages every day going, guys, where are you going? You know, you guys should go here. You guys should go there. Da, da, da. People talking about being the best trio in, you know, in wrestling and all this stuff. Um, but like I told them, and like I've said prior, if you're not in the ring with us, and you ain't beat us. You're not the best. Um, and January 1st, we're going to start being able to go places and prove that. Do you think that Ring of Honor ever truly um, understood Shane Taylor or truly understood Shane Taylor promotions and got it and got on board with it? No, not at all. Uh, Why not? Why I not? For a lot of the reasons that you stated previously, right? Uh, we are a, a strong, black, proud group. Uh, we are make no bones. Of, you know, we are for everyone. This isn't saying we are anti anybody because we're not. We are for every everyone, but we aren't for everybody. There are people who are going to hear what I say and the things that I talk about and take them as a negative instead of a positive. Um, and there's a lot of people who did that when this first started. They didn't want to market it. They didn't want to promote it. They hated the idea. They thought it was bad for the company. And these are all, all things, this is not rumor, this is not hearsay, this is what I was told. And two years later, we've turned that around. Now we have the following. Now people are cheering. Now the, the loudest cheers that, that you hear are for us and our guys. And I haven't changed the message. I haven't done any, any, anything differently. Um, and with us, I feel like there was all the potential in the world to have everything right here, and we simply just ran out of time. Um, so it, it, it's unfortunate that um, more people didn't understand it. I'm very appreciative of the ones that did um, and the performers that we got to work with that believed in us as well and, and did the things that they did for us to help elevate us the way they did. Um, but now that loss is sort of someone else's game and we'll be able to do what we're supposed to do and capitalize on that. You know, Shane, you, you mentioned earlier, you kind of knew that this was coming. Uh, you're obviously mm -hmm. intelligent, have great instincts. Um, and I'm sure there's probably wrestlers on the roster that were blindsided by the, the decision that was made. You're not one of them. Was right. there a moment or was there an incident where it was a wake up call for you that, you know what, I don't think, you know, this is a long-term thing, and I better start preparing myself for life after Ring of Honor. Um, there wasn't one moment in particular. There were probably several moments uh, throughout the course of my time there, but more so once we really started to roll with STP and we, start, and we started seeing that we were gaining some traction, um, me, me and the guy started to talk. Uh, because while I, I've loved my time there and I'm appreciative of them giving me that first shot um, and, I'm a, it, it, and I'm an extremely loyal guy, um, 
if if we didn't feel like like the commitment was going to be there, that investment was going to be there, like we saw for other groups, if we didn't think that was going to be something that was going to be able to be given to us, then there was going to be no need to stick around regardless of this hiatus or not. Um, so that's where we were at with that. Now with all the news now, it kind of just takes the decision out of our hands and then we're forced to just, you know, uh, see what the future holds. When I sit back and I look at Final Battle and what type of opportunity it presents for you and Shane Taylor Promotions, I look at a match, you and Kenny King. Mm -hmm. I look at a moment and whatever that moment that could be. This is like Mm -hmm. an audition for you guys in some way because this will be the final Ring of Honor show and I think there'll be a lot of eyes on it. Right. What's the most important thing for you at final battle? Is it about winning a match or is it about creating a moment for all of these other companies to see in which they go, him, those guys, I want those guys on my roster? It's the latter point, and you just nailed it. It's about creating that moment, sending that message, and having these companies, having their fans go, yo, these guys are the ones. They're the ones we need to see every week. They're the ones that we need to see challenge for these championships. They're the ones that we need to see, you know, compete against the very best. Um, and final battle will be our chance to prove that. And I have no doubt every single one of my, my guys and myself will deliver and overdo so uh, just like we do every single time that we're in there. Um, so I want to make, make sure all these people are watching AEW is watching, Impact is watching, NWA, MLW, WWE, all these people. Whoever your scouts are, whoever your talent people are, make sure they're watching because they're going to get one hell of a show. Shane, when you look back at your Ring of Honor career, is there one moment for you personally that stands above all others? I think winning the six-man titles um, and the run that we've been on with them is my favorite one. Uh, obviously, I could have said me and Jay Briscoe uh, or the TV title win, but there's something about not just when you succeed, but when you can bring your people up with you. That means the most to me. That's what it means to be a leader. That's what it means to be the captain of a team. Uh, and so to be able to uh, bring Khan and Moses up with me, have them win their first championships forever, go down in the history books, bring O'Shea Edwards and Ron Hunt along as well uh, to be able to see what that's like and, and, and pick their brains and help lead and, and mentor them on their career paths as well. That's what means the most to me. That's what STP is all about is unifying and having that brotherhood and succeeding uh, together showing people and teaching these lessons that there's enough out there for everybody to eat. You don't have to cut your brother off at at the knees in order for you to succeed. You can succeed and you can bring them along with you. Yeah. And and listen, all that being said, like I'm excited for this weekend. I, I, like I said, I'm a big ring of honor fan, especially everything that happened during the the, the lockdown during COVID. They were able Mm. to, you guys were able to keep shows going, you know, everybody got paid and it's like, it's unfortunate that you come out of that situation and now you're seeing a lot of companies thrive with being able to have fans back in and Ring of Honor never really being able to kick it in gear. 
but this show really, I feel, will be a testament, a final testament for that old school Ring of Honor and what we've been able to see for the last almost two decades. Um, and then you have Kenny King. And Kenny King is somebody right. to me that's kind of been underappreciated all these years. You know, Kenny mm-hmm. King is somebody that gives 110% each and every time he's in the ring and never really was able to have that moment. Maybe that moment happens with you on Saturday night. Maybe it does. Uh, but if I'm a betting man, I I wouldn't bet on Kenny King. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for me, um, what's been going through my head this entire time to this match, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of a quote from Remember the Titans when Coach Boone takes his team at Gettysburg and he's quoting a soldier that had to reflect over his actions in the Civil War. And he said, I had to kill my brother with malice in my heart. And that's all that's been playing in my head. And part of me wishes this could have ended differently. Part of me wishes that I could just have my friend back and we could go back and kick back and laugh and do all the, you know, bullshit that we used to do. But come final battle, I'm going to have to hurt my friend. I'm going to have to hurt my brother. And I'm going to have to do so to ensure that me and the rest of my guys eat. That it's simply just the situation that we find ourselves in. It's it's the situation, excuse me, that needs to happen. Um and Kenny's in the way. And so it, it's going to be a hell of a show. It's going to be a hell of a fight, a hell of a match. But at the end of the day, uh, it's going to be STP over everything. And I'm sure Kenny's thinking the same thing. So he's going to bring all he's got. It just won't be enough. Shane, this is going to be a hard one, but it's a fair one. Um, yeah. Let's say you get a phone call from the WWE. Let's say you get a phone call from AEW, MLW, NWA, Impact, yada, yada. Right, And they say, Shane, we love what you guys are doing, mm. but we want you and you mm. only. Right. Have you thought about that one yet? Yeah, me, me and the guys have talked. Um, our goal, obviously, is to bring everyone at the same time, that being a very hard thing to do. We also know that what we've built here can be and will be bigger than just one company. If this is the point in which it's our turn to prove that, then that's what we'll do. Um, and no matter where you see myself, where you see Connie Moses, where you see O'Shea Edwards or anybody else, it's still going to be STP and it's still going to be, um, we are still going to be a unit, even though we may not all be in the same spot. Um, but I will do my damnedest wherever I go to make sure that if any opportunities open up for my guys to come there, that's exactly what I'm going to try to do. Um, because again, I believe the return on investment for anybody who invests in STP is going to be tenfold. And what we have and what we're building essentially by our damn selves, you know, has already gained so much traction. It's going to be special if given the right opportunity. Saturday, December 11th, final battle, Ring of Honor, Baltimore, Maryland, available on pay-per-view, available on Fight TV. Uh, Kenny King versus Shane Taylor. Uh, Shane Taylor promotions going up against the Righteous, Bandito and Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, Shane, good luck, not just Saturday, but whatever Mm. the future holds after the 1st of January. And thank you so much for the time this morning. 
Good luck with everything. Knock them dead. I am really looking forward to seeing what you're going to do in the future, man. Absolutely, boss. Thank you. Appreciate that. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound designed by Mary Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.